The following contest is a second round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 39th Seed, a 1992 role-playing game from Chunsoft, Dragon Warrior 4! And its opponent, the 26th Seed, a 1988 stealth action game from Konami, Metal Gear! Your ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say, but round two, fight! Welcome to episode 49 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. Uh, you have caught us 13 weeks into the second round of our Nintendo Entertainment System tournament, where today we'll be taking a look at the number 26 seed Metal Gear as it takes on number 39, Dragon Warrior 4. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And yeah, we just played uh, Dragon Warrior 1, well, I guess... About two weeks ago now, since this episode was a little bit delayed, uh, we do apologize yeah. for that. But as a bonus, sorry, we're getting sorry, two guys. episodes this week. That's all right. It's, you know, everybody's life, schedules are weird. Time has no meaning some, anymore. Life um, finds its way. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so as a, bonus, as a bonus, we are going to do, you're listening, if you're listening to this episode the day it drops, we'll drop the other episode tomorrow. So we'll be back on schedule uh, with episode 50 the midway point of the tournament uh, tomorrow. So get right back on track at that point. Uh, yeah, so we always start by talking about the underdog, which in this case is the number 39 seed based on IGN's list of the 100 best games for the NES, uh, Dragon Warrior 4, which is a 1992 role-playing game from Chunsoft, uh, which we played back in episode 22 when it knocked section Z out of the tournament. So I mean, we always kind of start with, has your cha opinion changed in the last 27 weeks? Uh, no. I think we know how good this game is already. I, we've talked about the legacy of this game. We've mm -hmm. talked about, I don't know, you name it. Everyone knows what Dragon Warrior slash Dragon Quest is if yep. you're a gamer or you're into RPGs in general. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I was telling you this before the podcast, but I felt like we were playing the same game. Like it kind of mixed a lot with Dragon Warrior. Uh, the first one we the played one, and yeah. three. And three. Yeah. We played three yeah. in the first round, but it got knocked out. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it, they're three different narratives, but they all, all the eight bit versions of Dragon Warrior slash Dragon yeah. Quest all kind of have the same, beats to them which right is fine because they're really good beats like they're, they're really, really excellently designed games um but uh, yeah it's uh playing final fantasy and then dragon warrior and then dragon warrior 4 uh, back, to back to back episodes <laughs> it's a lot of jrpgs all in a row uh, and right. they do i mean honestly they they run together a little bit uh in my mind um, I do still think the music in 4 is really good. 
the like the overworld theme is just really pleasant and kind of soothing uh, which is good because the encounter rate in this game is absurd um, it's crazy I counted like... in the first four minutes after I left the town where I had saved last in the first four minutes I had ten encounters like just you just can't take a step without running into an enemy which is fine when you're you know, trying to, to grind and, you know, raise your level and get gold so you can buy better weapons. But when you're trying to get somewhere and it's like, oh, it's another slime. Okay. Oh, it's, yeah, it's two super slimes annoying. now. Yeah. Um, I did, <laughs> those of you that watched the, the stream on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash kings of consoles, um, I spent the first 25 minutes of our hour um trying to finish a mission that I forgot I had finished last time. So I couldn't figure out why I wasn't advancing the story. Um, I was trying to reunite the prisoner with his wife, forgetting that right. I had done that last time. And so I couldn't find the wife anywhere in this stupid town to take her to her husband because I had already done that. Uh, so then once I figured that out, I was able to make decent progress in the, the latter half of the hour but definitely not as much progress as I would have had I, you know. Did you been did you have your game? Did you start? Did you uh, sorry? Did you start all over? No, no. I I picked up from my last save. Okay. I almost lost my saves. I was like, oh god, mm. but no, I didn't. But I'll be honest, I didn't progress that much like I thought I was. Yeah. I was like, wow. I have no idea what to do. I have no <laughs> idea where to go. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, was that was. See, I was convinced fun. I knew where I needed to go and what I needed to do, but I didn't because I'd already done it, and uh, so I just kind of felt silly. Uh, but it's still, <laughs> it's still really good. The gameplay is really, really good. It's very smooth. Um, but yeah, that encounter rate is a major bummer. Um, on the other hand, a game that's full of major bummers, but also huge swings. Uh, is the number 26 game Metal Gear, which is a 1988 stealth action game from Konami, designed and directed by Hideo Kojima, originally released in Japan for the MSX2 console a year earlier. Solid Snake, wow. a member of an elite special forces unit called Foxhound, infiltrates Outer Heaven to rescue several captured operatives and destroy the titular Metal Gear. Fun fact, Metal Gear is not actually in the American version of Metal Gear. Uh, well, that's a whole interesting. That's a whole thing. They they made some uh, some very questionable changes. Um, there's an interesting interview out there somewhere on the internet with Kojima where he talks about uh, how kind of displeased he was with the U.S. release of Metal Gear. Uh, but it does have a lot of the kind of Kojima uh, traits. Uh, it did spawn ten sequels and prequels namely the Metal Gear Solid series. Uh, chronologically, of the 11 games in the series, it is sixth, taking place after 2015's Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain, and before yeah. 1990's Japan-only MSX release, Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake, which was not released at all in the States until 2006, when it came out for PS2. Uh, Nintendo Power called it the 104th best game for any Nintendo system. Uh, Games Radar has it number six on their NES list. 
uh, Game Informer has it 53rd and EGM has it 35th on the best console game ever lists on those uh, respective sites. Um, this is one, you know, we talk about uh, Dragon Warrior slash Dragon Quest having a long tail. Like, you know, there's still, you know, Dragon Quest Eleven is still out there kicking butt. On the Metal Gear Solid series has unfortunately kind of come to an end with the 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 fallout between uh, Kojima and Konami, and also Konami just kind of getting out of the the gaming business in general. Right. Um, pretty much to get your Solid Snake fixed now, you have to play Smash Brothers. Um, or the old games. Or the yeah. old games. Any of the 11 yeah. games that he's appeared in uh, before Smash Brothers. But yeah, there, there hasn't been a new Solid Snake adventure since uh, Phantom Pain was the last one, right? Yes. Six years ago. It's crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So it's a stealth action game, which, you know, now if you play them, you know, and there's so there's a stealth element in just about everything now. Um, you know, I was playing uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two, and there are stealth elements in that for a you know basically just a, an FPS. But there are you know places where you can sneak behind rebels right, right. and choke them out. All of that kind of grew out of what Metal Gear started. Now, <laughs> it being an eight bit game. It's not quite the smooth experience uh, as a stealth game that your Metal Gear Solids or your no. you know, Last of Us or uh, any number of other games where you know stealth is uh, is your ally. Um, some of the like the sneaking around Spider-Man missions on the the, the PlayStation versions of the Spider-Man games. Um, the basically it boils down to the the eight bit enemies in Metal Gear, all you have to do is just not be directly in front of them, and you can sneak by. Right. Um, their their field of vision is literally a straight line in front of them. There's no like vision cone that you can avoid. Um, it's just don't be right in front of them, and you're fine. Uh, That's what it was. It's I thought, I mean, we haven't played a game like this, and I oh, can tell not. that this is like, I don't know if this is the first stealth game, but it definitely felt like it. It was the, first, it was the first successful one. Um, I don't know if there had been others before it, um, but yeah, I mean, this is, this is kind of the one that started it all for, you know, for the genre that's still running 33 years later. Yeah, it's crazy. And it, 88 was 33 years ago. So things that I liked. So I liked the cutscenes. I yep. thought that was a cool. You could tell that Kojima's already, even at this stage, he's doing crazy stuff. <laughs> like his story was kind of everywhere. Yeah. And that was really Kojima. So I was just shocked that. Yeah, it was uh, already there. It was there. Yeah, like. It was yeah. wacky. You're a soldier. You're dropping down in this jungle, and you're trying mm -hmm. to. I think I don't know. If they mentioned Big Boss. Do they mention Big Boss? They do. Yeah, Big Boss is the the like the voice talking to you through the transceiver. Oh, like, this that's is right. Okay, Solid Snake. This is Big Boss. 
Um, That's right. But they, I mean, yeah, I mean, they kind of hit one of my first notes is they just dive right into the nonsense Kojima mythology. Big Boss, Solid Snake, Outer Heaven, Metal Gear, Gray Fox, like all these very, you know, Foxhound, all these very, very Kojima names. I wonder if, I really wonder if the the book lit had, uh, like, a glossary of these terms because <laughs> they don't tell you at all. No in the game, really and we don't. just know it because of the other games, right? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, there's a there's a little bit of uh, of bad translating in this. Nothing on the level of Castlevania two, but. Um, there is. I did make note of a couple of of uh, translation issues, like from the very first cutscene when Big Boss is calling you on the transceiver. He says, first attempt to contact missing our gray fox." Um, just not. <laughs> that's. I know what all of those words mean, just not in that order. Um, if a guard dozes off and then wakes up, rather than saying "I fell asleep," they say "I feel asleep." Um, <laughs> And when Classic. you jump in the back of a truck to sneak into another area of the game, uh, it says, uh-oh, the truck have started to move. Uh, so those, uh, I made notes of those three uh, little translation Ooh. problems. Um, we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording that you know, it very much, a game like this now would have so many checkpoints. Like you'd sneak past one section and it would auto save. And then if you died, it would just basically take you back to that screen. Nope. You can get like almost all the way through, you know, a major, uh, you know, raid on a facility and you make one wrong turn and get shot. And then you're back at the beginning, getting that communique from big boss and walking past the first guard that feels asleep. Uh, and it just is very, very frustrating, very, very hard, uh, but also very it was hard, you know, man. ballsy trying to make an eight bit stealth game. The tech just wasn't there. Like, you know, you could walk into a new room after triggering an alarm and the alarm shuts off. Um, you, you know, you shoot somebody in one room and the people in the next room don't hear it. And so you can still sneak past them. Yeah. And, and once again, uh, an, another thing I liked, and we talked about this before, is the sound effects. Sounds they had so some good. of this. Yeah, they had some of the same noises you hear in the mm-hmm. in the classic in the PlayStation One game. Yeah. Like the 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 question mark is there, the codex uh, yeah. calling is there. I'm pretty sure the theme is also the original theme, like the snake mm-hmm. theme. But I think so yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just it gets you know updated yeah. as the technology gets better, but yeah, it's not eight bit. Yeah, the elements are all there. Um, I did think it was kind of funny when you're infiltrating the like the first major building after the truck has started to move. Uh, a couple rooms in, you get uh, another message on your transceiver from Big Boss, giving you instructions on how to infiltrate the building. And it's like, I am already inside the building and I'm not being very stealthy right now with you beeping in my ear, especially when the, the conversation ends and the only sound coming across is a siren. That's uh, not helpful, boss. So annoying. So annoying. Yeah. 
but it is it's really good i i I'm, i feel like i'm getting i'm being really nitpicky with it um there's just like a lot of like oh you were so close like you almost you almost pulled this off how you wanted and i'm sure that that's how kojima feels about it too that he's just like oh if i had just done this or oh if we had just like no you know what i think it is i just think kojima didn't have the technology yet that's probably a lot of it like for example, because, you can't wear a gas mask and use a key card at the same time, right? <laughs> to get into it's a room, so you have weird. to take your mask off. I, I honestly, I was, I was thinking about, I was thinking about Kojima. So look at this game, and then look at Death Stranding. We'll always take an Imag- excuse to look at Death Stranding. <laughs> Imagine if, if Kojima just started making games and he made Metal Gear. Like, how would that be? <laughs> like, what's an 8-bit Death Stranding look like? <laughs> yeah, or, or, yeah, or the other way around. But... Yeah. Yeah, if he had started this... making games when the technology could keep up with his imagination. Right. So, this game is like Final Fantasy for me, where I'm trying to not... Like, I enjoyed it a lot, but probably because it was a Metal Gear game. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, like, did I have fun playing it? Sometimes. Yeah. I, I thought that, uh, I think I liked it, though, because of, you know, you are Snake. You are mm-hmm. hearing the noises in mm-hmm. 8-bit form. But as a game, I thought it was pretty flawed. I think it wasn't as fun. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I would definitely agree with fun. that. It's, I feel like it's high ranking on all these lists is... For the because it's, yeah it's, i and you know i'm playing a lot of these games i feel like when we have upsets it's because the games are better but they just were never picked up like a mario or like a metal gear <laughs> or like uh and to be honest this franchise didn't become as big until the playstation version so yeah. i don't know i think yeah. the game was cool i think it has its great ideas but it was kind of boring. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with boring. that. It was, it's, and what's shocking enough, there's people that believe Metal Gear is boring. Yeah, even or the, the new ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely it's not for everybody. But um, the newer stuff is definitely for me. I love the Solid franchise and uh, oh, yeah. Death Stranding. Just Metal Gear Solid Two, probably my favorite game of all. No, my second favorite game of all. Ah, oh, it always switches. It's probably in my top 10. I love Sons of Liberty. It's definitely in my it's top 10. It's a fantastic 10, yeah. game. See, to so, me, it's it's Resident Evil 2, Mass Effect 2, yeah. or Metal Gear Solid 2. Those are the... Ooh, those are all the really that, good games. Those are the ones that always change in my personal top. Yeah. Because I invest just so much. And then Final Fantasy X is up there. And, oh, my God. It's just so... <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. But... Yeah, for sure. Huh. Yeah. Maybe we need to do that for episode 100. It's like do our personal top 10s. Um, That'd be good. But I was also just I'm thinking, sure. yeah. we were talking about how like how big a swing Metal Gear was, but it didn't quite pull it off. And you were talking about how like some of these games that pulled off upsets just never got the franchise coming off of them like some of these did. Right. I actually kind of keep coming back to Metal Storm thinking it's, about this. Me too about <laughs> metal storm is still one of the best games we've played on the entire show 
Like I love right. Metal Storm. It's a great game. It's a huge swing and it's executed really, really well. I think Metal yeah. Storm's like anti-gravity uh, element is done way better than Metal Gear's stealth element is. Um, but Metal Gear doesn't have the giant tail or sorry, Metal Storm doesn't have the giant tail that Metal Gear does because there's, we're not playing Metal Storm Solid 5. Like the, the franchise <laughs> right. just didn't go anywhere. So we don't like, it just is kind of like a forgotten gem of the console. Um, I mean, completely. I didn't even know. We didn't even know. I mean, I didn't know what that game was. Yeah. But I bet if they come up with a Met, uh, Metal Storm now, PS5, Xbox 360 <sighs> graphics, and not even right now, like the, the 8 bit's kind of in the rise. And like, you can remake this game and put it on Game Pass. Yeah. And you probably have a hit. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's funny. So, yeah, I just wish some of these games had more sequels or something. Mm-hmm. Like, and, uh, it's kind of crazy that we're saying like Metal Gear, like this game would probably not be on the list if it wasn't for its name. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy thinking about well, that. I think it'd probably be on the list. I don't think it would be uh, I mean, like knocking on the door of the top 25. I would, of right. the games we've played, it's it's still better than several games we've played. That is true. But <laughs> it would I, I would probably put it somewhere in like the 45 to 60 range rather than, you know, top 30. Tw- yeah, was it 27? 26. 26. So that just that just feels high to me. It does. Um, because there's like I don't know, I don't want to go into all of them, but I I can definitely think of 26 games that we've played already that I liked more than Metal Gear. And we haven't even gotten into Super Mario Brothers and Zelda and Metroid and right. all these I mean, classic franchises. Three. Yeah. Yeah, we've we yeah. I mean, Castlevania three would definitely Metal Storm would be up there. Um, uh, yeah, River City Ransom, Bubble Bobble, Kirby, Castlevania three. Yeah, there's a, a lot, a lot of games that would uh, that would be over it. Um, but yeah, I mean, before we start getting into you know picking a winner, I. Uh, think it's time for uh, for our old pal Ryan O to uh, to sing us into the next segment. Who made it for them? Who made it for them? Uh, so in Dragon Warrior 4, um, as I mentioned, I wasted almost half of my hour uh, trying to reunite two people I had already reunited. Um, but once I once I figured out what I was supposed to be doing, uh, I was able to like go down into the like the secret well and uh, you know follow the mysterious voice. I met Healy, the the like squid healer thing, and added him yeah. to my party. I found the flying shoes, um, which was actually kind of a funny thing where you. Like I was like, oh, flying shoes, I'll put those on. But I was still in the cave, so I just like flew up and hit my head on the ceiling. Uh, <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Oh wow, I did that's awesome. I didn't know you uh you you fly. 
What? Yeah. Well, you just kind of like shoot straight up into the air. Uh, so <laughs> I, I got back yeah. out of the cave with Healy, put on the shoes, and it like flew me to the top of that tower that I'd been trying to get into. That, that's oh, okay. like on the island by itself. Right. Um, so that's, and then I ran out of time while I was in there because I had wasted 25 minutes uh, going back and forth between those two towns trying to reunite the lovebirds. Well, this one is all you, man. I just got Healy. I just got <laughs> that character. That's all I got. Nice. Because I had no idea. I was I, I was like you. I was like, wait, I have to find this couple? Or uh-huh. I have to find... And I, got, I did, but it was already too late into the hour. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what I'm... <laughs> so, yeah. But it was cool. I, I Finding that new character was pretty cool. Yeah, I was I was surprised by that. I didn't I didn't realize that because I knew I knew eventually you were gonna add because I vaguely remember the first time we played, you like named all your characters and stuff before you started playing. So, like, right. I, so I know that I'm going to add more characters later, but I wasn't expecting right. to come across Healy. So yeah, that wasn't uh that wasn't Final Fantasy though, right? I don't want to, man. Sometimes well, I don't Final Fantasy know. had you build your party right from the start. <laughs> the warrior, yeah, the warrior. Right, okay. you pick that's your four right, right. people and there you start with them. But I think it was four. It might have been three. But one of them, you like, you pick, you name. It's like at the beginning of Earthbound where you name all of the main characters, and then the game starts, and you're just Ness or whatever you name Ness, and then you meet people <laughs> along the way. Um, but I mean, Healy was not one of the ones that I named. So how about Metal Gear? How far did you make it in Metal Gear? So Metal Gear, I made it to this area where there was two machine gun guys. I don't, there's not really levels in Metal Gear. Yeah, that's true. So all I remember is like the floor was blue. (laughs) There was a lot of floors that was blue, but I don't even know. I just remember it was like these two guys looking down and there was machine guns and they were kind of easy to like, you have to go next to them obviously and kill uh-huh. them. But, but that's all I went up to. I have no idea where to measure this. <laughs> so My rank was two stars if that helps. <laughs> okay. I think I don't remember how many stars I had. I don't, I may have only had one. Um, did you? I got to the point where I was like, like I, I got, th- I thought I was on my way out of the, like, you know, the truck have started to move. And then you go into that, that building and you, like, you rescue a couple of guys that are tied up and you have a couple of key cards. And so you're going in and out of places. And there's a, like, room with the poison gas and you're wearing the yeah. gas mask that you then have to take off to use the key card. And then you get up to the, like the roof but apparently i needed to go back and get a bomb suit uh and that was when i ran out of time was when i went back inside looking for the bomb suit oh so i think i remember like the last codex i got was like this is diane and you need to destroy the twin shot with a grenade launcher thing yeah you made it further i didn't i i had only i had still only heard from big i do remember the the gas thing Mm -hmm. I think it did pass you. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it. Or at least we took like a branch off, but um, 
Yeah. I sp especially early, I died a lot before I kind of got more of the hang of of how to stay out of people's eye lines. Um, right. I was trying to make it harder than it actually was the first several times through. Thinking like, oh, I need to like not be, but then there were would be times where like there would be a guard and then like a tree directly to his left. And if I stood like directly in front of the tree, even though like I'm literally like a pixel over and to like up and to the left, he can't see me because of that tree. Um, oh yeah he would okay. turn and i could just run around behind him um so i spent a lot of time getting into fights i didn't need to get into because i didn't think there was a way to sneak past people and for the first large chunk of the game you don't have a gun um so you spend a lot of time fist fighting guys that have guns and dying to get the hang of yeah. it so yep so we each get a win there and i grabbed the notebook in advance tonight Awesome. No, no searching for it in vain. Um, oops, I don't know why. I, yeah, we each won one. So your lead remains the same, but you have now won 44 to my 38. Um, and then, you know, a bunch of ties. So I guess it's time to pick a winner. And this is going to be kind of tricky because it's a matter of, yeah, you know, I think I had more fun playing Dragon Warrior 4. There wasn't quite the, there was a lot of frustration in the, what do you want from me uh, in it? <laughs> but not not like the frustration in Metal Gear where it was like, oh, come on. <laughs> you, yeah, I don't, thinking about it, yeah, I don't think Metal Gear was a hard game. No. It, it was just like, all right. Here we go. We're yeah. doing the motion. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh man. I think. So yeah, what's your pick? For me, since it does, you know, what it ultimately comes down to is what do I want to play another hour of in round three? And for me, it's Dragon Warrior. Like I think I will go back and like Metal Gear is one of those that's like you know, on the backlog list, I will go back and, and try and finish it at some point. But I think in terms of what I got more enjoyment out of and what I would rather see advance, it's Dragon Warrior. Oh, man. Would have to agree with you, man. I think I think I had a better time playing Dragon Warrior. Yeah. But I can't... But, you know, I'm, I'm going to say it. I love Metal Gear franchise more, hundred percent. But I oh, think yeah. Dragon Warrior was is a better game, so I think it moves on. Yep, agreed. All right, so it will now face the wow, winner. This of... one feels dirty. I oh I'm yeah, I don't I don't like, like this. <laughs> <I> don't <laughs> like <laughs> but especially when you consider that. some of the games that they... have advanced. Yeah. Like, I think I love you. I swear. It's yeah, just... <laughs> I. I wish you had been up against Castlevania 2 or, <laughs> right? you know, Batman, um, some of these other games that just kind of squeaked through. Um, but yeah, the the bracket was not kind. Uh, and so Metal Gear drops out in round two uh, and is now the 49th game eliminated from our top 100, 
which means oh, that man. next week, not only will we find out what game is going to face Dragon Warrior 4 in round three, we will be halfway through the tournament and we will be down to the, our final 50 when oh, the here we number go. seven seed Mike Tyson's punch out takes on the number 71 seed Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, um, you're what are your faves? Oh yeah, that's <laughs> two of my faves, really. Uh, yeah. I, I, I love both of those games. Um, before we get to the, you know, all of our social plugs and stuff and wrap up the episode, uh, we do, of course, uh, as we seem to every week, which is great, have some, uh, some feedback from our old pal Ryan O, uh, who asks, uh, if you were a video game barbarian, would you want a sword or an axe? <laughs> I'm gonna go with an axe, man. I'm just gonna, I could throw an axe. I could, like, I want to act like Kratos, like <laughs> throw that thing, take it back, like Molnir, and just wreck so, things. Now I'm just hearing Billy Gunn's old theme. I'm, I'm an, an axe, man. Man, bow, bow, bow. Um, I would probably also go with the axe just because like you know the sword and Conan, everybody's got like, swords yeah I it's agree. just it's, it's it's you know it's kind of not a cliche because you know obviously there's a reason they all have swords they're probably more effective than axes but what what okay let's do this let's twist let's change this question up you can't pick a sword you can't pick an axe what would you have as a barbarian? Oh, you know what? That's funny because actually another question that I was going to hold off until the next episode. Um, <laughs> he also asked in a fantasy styled RPG, which class and weapon do you gravitate more towards? So I feel like funny. we can kind of tie those together. Funny. Um, that's kind of cheating because we both have, we both play D&D. We both have our own characters. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay, you... so I I usually go for the rogue character. Mm-hmm. So I'm usually with daggers, knives. Um, it's usually my thing, but lately my latest character, I'm a barb. A bard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, yes, I have a, like a nice guitar or whatever, but my weapon's a rapier. And I'm having a lot of fun with that, man. Yeah. And I also have a I also have a flying sword. Nice. <laughs> so I could just like I named her. I forgot her name, but I did. I did name her, and I usually shout her name, and she goes flying, <laughs> kind of like uh, uh, Yondu from Guardians, right? Pretended like that. <laughs> so that's his character. I'm usually the rogue of our squad or the nice. thief. I I'm relatively new to D and D. I've only been playing it a couple of years, so I've been kind of experimenting. Every time we start a new game, I do a different class. Um, I really enjoyed playing a bard. Um, I also so used a rapier for that. Um, my favorite weapon in terms, like narratively I ever had was when I was playing as a fighter and I had a, oh gosh, what was it called? A berserker axe where if you use, basically it was cursed. So I could, I could never not have it on me. Um, yeah, the berserker anytime I used it, I would basically go into like a berserker rage and attack anybody that was close to me, even if they were on my team. 
um, which was led to some some fun moments. Um, <laughs> I also I think it was that same character. I had a some sort of like magical ice sword. I'm blanking on what it was called. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, like it would do you know slashing damage, and then like on a failed constitution save, I think would then do cold damage on top of it, um, which is pretty awesome. Kind of my, but the last couple times I just I'm playing a uh, a warlock now, and so I, you know, almost everything is, you know, eldritch blast <laughs> or yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why playing a wizard or like if we played the Star Wars RPG, playing a Jedi, like it's cool, <laughs> but I don't know. You're not doing. I mean, yeah, playing a Jedi is fun, but. He spent a lot of time just kind of hanging back while the the paladins are getting in and having fun. Right. Like, I remember when I played, well, I didn't play the newer Star Wars because the new Star Wars RPG is pretty good. More balanced, kind of. But the old version, I guess, I wonder wonder if it's called the 4.0 version. I don't know. But if you're a Jedi, you're overpowered and it doesn't matter if you're a a scoundrel or whatever because you're not doing any damage like you're right. not <laughs> so it kind of sucked when these people are flying in the air doing all these <laughs> cool things and you're like pew, pew, pew. right <laughs> was like i was like i want to i want to be han solo i don't want to be a... <laughs> anakin it was like when we were playing uh i was talking earlier about playing uh battlefront 2 that i just got because it was free on the uh epic game store and uh, um, in the like arcade mode, if you like build up enough points, you can just become you know a hero character. And so it'd be you know running around as you know a stormtrooper, and you know I'd get a bunch of kills in a row and then get killed. And be like, oh, you can now play as Kylo Ren. Like, oh, okay, well then I'm just not gonna die for the rest of this round because <laughs> yeah, I'm just so much stronger than any regular fighter. Yeah, you are, but then again, you have everyone against you, and it's like, oh my god! Yeah, did you get overwhelmed? I did the first couple of times, but then by the yeah. third time, I figured out how to use because I was like, while you're waiting for the whole game to download, you can play just like the regular arcade mode, and so I like figured out like where they were spawning and like where the <laughs> just every time they spawn, pretty much, yeah. So it was just like a nonstop barrage of rebels coming at me because I was in. I was in the room where it happens. Um, and and you know, it's funny. Kylo is considered like a high tier character in that game. Like, yeah. I don't know if there's a competitive in in, uh, in Battlefront, yeah. but there, I saw like a YouTube video that did have like the tier list of like mm-hmm. the top. And Kylo was like third. I think number one was the Emperor. I mean, he can stop a blaster bolt with his hands. He's like, <laughs> leave it hanging there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Battlefront 2, man. What a game. What a story. Yeah. When it came out, hated it. Hated it with its stupid transactions and its. Mm. The story mode was cool, but it was just not good. And then they changed it completely, and now it's super fun. Yeah. And you could kill Ewoks or be an Ewok. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just, that just makes everything better. Exactly. <laughs> and I can't believe we eliminated Metal Gear, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. 
here we are it's a mad 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 world Kojima, uh, when you listen to this i am sorry we're still friends and i will see you on saturday <laughs> i will not i have he has no idea who i am <laughs> <laughs> oh man i really want to play sons of liberty again it's been years i just got, I just got it for xbox again so nice yeah i got it that in three it's it was on sale so i was like okay nine dollars sure oh that's great yeah (laughs) Yeah. i still have i still have my original disc for ps2 so i will i wish i still had my ps2 such a great console that's that would definitely be way up on my list of favorite consoles i've ever owned yeah do you know your ps2 still works uh yes because a couple months ago, um, we dusted off X Men Legends uh, oh and played my. that for a little bit. Oh my god, I want to play that again. So bad. <laughs> well, you know what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> don't you don't even have to say. It. You don't even have to say. It. For our for the listeners, he, every time I say, "Oh, I want to do this" or "I want to do that," he's always like, "Well, you could always move to Tennessee." just saying and i live in florida pat lives in tennessee if you don't know so (laughs) you know it's we've got a bright pink guest room waiting for you whenever you want to come up and play some beatles rock band or x-men legends or x-men legends 2 or any of the ultimate alliances or twisted metal is getting a tv show i don't know if you saw that announcement that's crazy. I feel like were we I feel like we talked about Twisted Metal on an earlier episode when we were talking about maybe when we talked about Cobra Triangle. We were talking about like vehicular uh action games. Yeah, it's weird. Did you read this the synopsis of Metal Oh no, Twisted Metal? No, I just saw Could the announcement like a, on Twitter, but I didn't read the actual article. It's like a comedy. Because the guys who did Zombieland and Deadpool are are making this or okay. they are writing it so that's weird i never thought as twist middle as a comedy but it might work i feel like at this point unfortunately it would almost have to be yeah. i feel like if you tried to do like a hardcore edgy twisted metal it would just come off you know like it's trying way too hard right and then you, that's the thing like i felt the creepy Twisted Metal should have came out like when Hostel came out or when yeah. Saw came out. Yeah. Yeah, like an Eli Roth directed Twisted, Twisted Metal. Metal. Oh my god. Would be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. would be great, but totally like, oh <laughs> yeah. I feel like at this point, the only way you could do an actual twisted metal, like serious, scary horror version would be to either have Jordan Peele or Ari Aster do it. I think anybody else, it would yeah. it would be too silly um, to be scary, and it it would be silly with a, either a, of them. And it's a TV show, right? It's a TV but show, yeah, yeah. So. Like, I just, I mean, I think the characters are just, like, we'll see. We'll see yeah. how they do uh, 
sweet tooth because they got to nail it. They got to nail sweet tooth at least. Yeah. They haven't done any but, casting yet, have they? They just announced. No, this. they just announced it. I don't even think they they wrote it yet. I think okay. they just like. So. Yeah. We'll see. We will. And, you know, it's funny that we we talk about uh, Eli Roth, and he's actually directing the the Borderlands movie. Oh, that's right. He is. Yeah, and that does have some casting. So, Kevin Hart. Uh, Jack Black. Jack Black is uh, the robot. What's his name? Oh, Claptrap. Claptrap. There you yeah. go. And uh, the girl who was, uh, oh my God, was in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, Tessa Thompson? No, no, no. Uh, the bad girl. Oh, Kate Blanchett. She was Hella. Kate Blanchett. She's also in it. Nice. Yeah, so it's interesting. <laughs> That one, yeah, that's as little as I like Eli Roth's movies. I feel like he's a really good choice for that because Borderlands has to be. There's a really fine line of comedy and grotesquerie that you need to walk that I think he could probably pull off because those games are hilarious, but they're also like there's horrifying stuff that happens in them. Yeah, you know, Borderlands is not... I've never played them, so I don't know. One day. Oh, there's... I, I really... I haven't made it all the way through two yet. I'm close to the end of it. That's another one of those that's just sitting in my backlog of, like, games I play once in a while, but then forget I have because I get, you know, I fall down a, a Witcher rabbit hole or something. Um, <laughs> yep. Anyway, yeah, so that's our anyway. question with the axes. <laughs> As we did a whole tangent. But yeah, so Dragon Warrior 4, moving on. It'll face either Mike Tyson or a couple of chipmunks uh, in <laughs> round number three. Uh, so if you're listening to this on release day, check us out tomorrow uh, where you'll be able to hear that episode uh, where we pick a winner to find out who's going to face Dragon Warrior 4. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Kings of Consoles. I'm at Loopy Date. And I'm at Ricky4518. Ricky G4518. Ricky Sorry. G and 7. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ricky and G and 7. <laughs> Sorry. Ricky Ricky's on his third seven. Twitter handle in 49 uh, weeks. I, I got to just, I keep changing it. I'm sorry, everyone. Well, yeah, Ricky G had seven. <laughs> um, uh, Facebook.com slash Kings of Consoles. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Kings of Consoles. I've scaled back the the uh, the streams back to once a week just because it was turn, turning into a pretty major time suck for me, trying to do it three days a week at the moment. Hopefully, I'll be able to, to scale that back up soon. Uh, but for now, trying to do every Monday night uh, playing games for the, for the show. But if you're listening Wednesday... Um, I will actually be playing tonight. Um, I will be playing Vice Project Doom and Super Mario Brothers 2. So check that out. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Kings of Consoles. Uh, you can see the full bracket uh, of the whole tournament at challenge.com slash Kings of Consoles. C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E. Um, and I think that's everything, right? Oh, uh, ko-fi.com slash Kings of Consoles if you want to you know, throw a couple bucks our way. 
uh, we would uh, we would be very grateful for that. Uh, aside yep. from that, have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow, uh, and uh, just spend yeah. the rest of the night playing old games. Play old games, everyone. Have a good. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Paduli. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just me.